0: Good guys and welcome back to Breakthrough Conversations. Today we're going deep with Sammy George and thank you so much for coming down.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: No worries, I'm <laughs> very welcome and thank you for for your session there in hypnosis. That was no worries. that was very deep, much more than I, I thought it would be. Yeah. yeah. How did you um how did you get into this? Um, hypnosis. Um,
1: well, I think it started off with um, being from a home where I had to really figure out what was going on in people's minds and people's emotions. Very
0: yeah.
1: aware of how people were behaving and um, how it would affect me. So later on in life, it kind of grew into this kind of desire to help people like psychologically um, with their beliefs and the ways that they go about their lives. Mm. And yeah, I find it really helpful to be able to put myself in a position where um, I can help people and I can access those parts of people it's almost like helping them with shadow work, really yeah. just helping them to see the parts of themselves they don't understand and yeah, allowing that to kind of be integrated again so they can mm. have more of a full life.
0: Yeah, how does the hypnosis work and how do you unlock different parts of people's minds in that process?
1: Well, obviously, we do we go into hypnosis, um, which is an alpha brainwave state, so yeah. that's all about. Um, letting the mind know that we're signaling rest and relaxation it's shutting down the ego um, mm. the beta brainwave, um, which is the critical analytical so we're shutting down that kind of part of the mind and we are focusing on the more of like a it's almost like a the hypnotic state of where you're in a you're watching a movie and you're just enticed by it. you're not thinking you're not analyzing you're just you're just flowing. So yeah. that's how I get people into the state is through just deep relaxation, through voice mm. commands, suggestions, um, just to help them feel comfortable. And then like we'll go into the real work. So we'll do the uh, regression and then okay. we'll just take you back to your childhood and look at a few scenes that the mind wants to bring forth. Mm. Um, the mind does all the work here. I'm just kind of helping, I'm kind of just guiding and the yeah. mind will do all of the work. The mind knows The mind knows what it wants you to see. The mind knows why, the root cause of everything. The subconscious mind is so imp- incre- bleh, incredibly powerful. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I do, I just yeah. inquire.
0: Is it possible for someone to hypnotize themselves and yes. do that process? Without a guide or absolutely. I do it myself
1: all the time. Oh really? Yeah, I hypnotize myself all the time Yeah,
0: how do you um guide yourself when you are hypnotized?
1: I do the exact same thing I did with you, which is um, so rolling the eyes up and closing the eyelids down Mm. taking a few deep breaths um, and taking down the ten steps Mm. um, and just allowing like Every step to be a, like a wave of relaxation. Okay. So it's like you know, you do it ten times, and mm. then by that time your nervous system's like uh, nice. asleep. Yeah.
0: Can you can you also um, manifest in that state or have yes. greater states of creativity?
1: It's very very much so. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of it's not that different to like quantum healing, hypnosis, and things like that. Like yeah. there's different names for it and stuff, but all it is is like you're in an alpha brainwave state that so many people are trying to get into when you're in hypnosis, uh, sorry, meditation. Yeah. So it's essentially, yeah, it's quite easy to get into and you can manifest quite easily from there because you don't have that resistance um, that the ego is giving. You don't have that like critical mind, that voice that's saying like no or that doubt, you know, it's not there. Mm. So yeah, it's way easier to manifest.
0: <laughs> what, what, what is quantum healing?
1: Um, quantum healing is where you like, it's basically just means that it's timeless healing. So you can go back in time, It's pr- pretty much what we do. You go back in time, but like in your mind, yeah. to mind identified time, and you can heal the past versions of you. You can heal. Um, it's pretty much you can heal the past versions of you. You can heal other people mm. from a distance. It just means like the way we think of like the quantum field. It's like okay. it's everywhere and nowhere. So yeah, you're just accessing that infinite potential to be able to heal literally anything Damn. in that state. Yeah, it's epic. Yeah,
0: and um, what i didn't ask you before is why is it so important people do this kind of work
1: i think because um old styles of therapy is Mm. like really outdated (laughs) and it's so based on talking about the problem focusing on the problem whereas we want to get to the root cause of the problem Mm. like none of that dilly-dallying none of that like i feel like you know it's great to talk about your feelings but the more you're talking about the problem you're not getting into the real reason if your mind knew like if you knew consciously what the causes of your suffering were yeah. you would fix them yourself but we don't have that ability to be able to always access that in us our, in ourselves so if we mm. have people that can understand the power of the mind can understand like our power that we have to control and direct our mind um in our favor yeah. and in the benefit of all that means that we will all have self-awareness mm. we'll all be able to see ourselves and each other from a more compassionate point of view and to understand that we all are the same we all mm. have the same issues in different variations, and we all suffer from so much of like the similar stuff. You know, it's just different mm-hmm. variations. So it True. really brings a lot of understanding and compassion, and just self awareness, really, Perfect. which is always a good thing. <laughs>
0: cool. Yeah. Now, before I jump to my next question, I'm just going to close that door because I can hear it like tapping. Yeah. <laughs> To that part <laughs> <laughs> um, i that out. I want to ask you something about your spiritual experiences mm. um, within your meditations or journeys that you've been on with through hypnosis or other means. What are some of the most profound experiences that you've had that have really shaped your pathway in life or changed your direction, so to speak? With or, or, broken, or broken your conditioning, meditation, um, astral projection, hypnosis, anything that sort of opens the veil, so to speak.
1: I think the most profound thing I've ever experienced which was the catalyst for my spiritual awakening yeah. was when I realized that you are not your mind and that you can change the way you think and that that just blew my mind like I thought I was trapped in the way that I was being but this person, Marissa Pier, shout out to Marissa Pierre. Yeah. She's, um, she's my teacher. She's my guide. And she's the one who te- who's taught me this practice, this um, modality. Wow. So she, I found her on a YouTube video about how to um, have self-discipline. Yeah. So I've always seen myself as a, a lazy person. But that was something a label given to me. It wasn't really mine. And when I realized that, no, that's actually not how things are, through her video, which I've shared with you, um, yeah. kind of just helped me to see, like, it wasn't really in a hypnosis state or anything, but her voice just, it it just, it hit a note in me that made me understand and listen and feel it, like feel that there was this possibility that I didn't see before. Mm. And that just changed everything. I just didn't, I felt like I wasn't stuck anymore. And it just, it just opened up the doors of infinite possibility. <laughs> okay. And obviously with hypnosis, you can hypnotize yourself to, basically do or be or you know, feel or think anything you want, mm. anything. So obviously doing it in, the, in your best interest is a great thing and that's what I do. Beautiful,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And having these, um, sort of this altered state of awareness with through hypnosis and through trains of thought and this, this journey you've been on, um, what do you really feel is happening on the planet at the moment? And why do you think our history has been so stained and tarnished with you know, war and
1: mm, yeah.
0: other things Honestly, <laughs> of that nature?
1: Like there's two sides of this. One side is there's this this victim mentality that humanity is kind of going through, um, where you know it's all been done to us, and you know it's all it's all we've been oppressed, and there's people in charge that, that you know have kept it this way, and it's it's all it's all very true. But at the same time, I believe and feel like we manifest this is our own manifestation of our own shadows and the things that we have um ignored and suppressed and denied within ourselves as a collective and the collective ego as well which is manifesting itself through some interesting things right now
0: yeah (laughs) um
1: like the pandemic and just a lot of other things like control and the systems that are kind of outdated and it's kind of just like mental programming that's old and needs to be Swipes, yeah but it's it's yeah i feel that humanity's history is kind of a testament to the separation that we've experienced um for so long and not even just separation with each other but with ourselves mm. you know and it's it kind of happens like a wave and now that we're all starting to connect these dots we are starting to look within
0: yeah. that's
1: you know the changes are now starting to happen which is great
0: that's interesting so you feel like um everything that happens is the manifestation of our own shadow or collective shadow mm. wow I think yeah. that's interesting because it's, it's, it, sometimes I look out at the world right and I see like oh Rockefeller, Rothschild yeah. Catholic Church Jesuit order like all these sort of um, things that are horribly wrong with the world and the leaders mm. It's like, are they just reflections of my own internal state mm. you know but to make that um, you flip decision it on head. Or, or adjustment <laughs> is like okay so I'm responsible for the world the, the, world the way it is or the collective is so how does one begin to really mm. like heal that or work with that or even accept that it's <laughs> well tough, you know? first
1: by not blaming yourself there's nothing wrong with the way that you are there's nothing wrong with like how you've been raised it's it's all the way it's supposed to be right now but it's all changing and that's a great thing and it's not mm. it's not about taking responsibility for what the world is going through that's not it's not we're not here to come and shoulder the blame we are here to make the change you know anyone that's watching this anyone that is uh, like awake and aware is is part of that we're part of the change we're part Mm. of the man the new manifestations that we're bringing into the planet the only thing you need to focus on is you you only need Mm. to focus on your heart and your inner state like your heart is your portal to everything that has ever existed so Mm. the more you're focusing inwards the more you like the more that you're working on yourself that's all you have to do your only responsibility is literally to work on yourself and like i guess come home to yourself and Mm. learn to just love being who you are liking who you are and you know projecting the best version of you like inwards and outwards you Mm. know just just you just focus on yourself because if you change yourself or if you you heal um, I don't really like the word heal. I like integrate better because there's nothing wrong with you if you, you know, heal is more of a, you know, it's, it's lacking depends something. It depends
0: how you define it. Yeah, as as exactly. Right.
1: But um, yeah, so when you're healing um, yourself, integrating parts of you that are, you know, your shadow, um, that will that will change the world. It will. Mm. The people around you, it will change, yeah, it will change okay. anything.
0: Another question for you. Okay. <laughs> Especially it relates to um, the conspiracies out there or the conspiracy facts that are mm. out there with what's happening. Why is it that the wicked seem to prosper?
1: Why is it that we what?
0: Why is it that the wicked seems oh. seems to prosper in this world?
1: Because they are functioning on a like a an old system that is mm. it's it's yes right now they're still prospering but it's not for long. Like this is something that's been so we had the age of Pisces. Pisces is, you know, there's a lot of deception in Pisces. There's a lot of, you know, spirituality as well. Like there's mm. amazing stuff, but the the shadow of pisces is is deceit and deception manipulation so Mm. if you think about for the last era we're in age of aquarius now but for the last era we've been in pisces Mm. which was you know power but if you know if you turn that into like toxic if you apply pisces toxic pisces to Mm. toxic masculinity and the patriarchy then you have this really messed up system yeah. that is benefiting the worst people at the top. Well, not mm. wor- they're not the worst people, but they're, like, the most best at what they do. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily a good person, but the reason why people are prospering is because they set up... This this structure was already set up for them, Yeah, and it has been set up for a long time. It's just knowing Perfect. how to play the game has gotten them further mm. and having connections and things like that. But that's not that's really not gonna be, it's not gonna be working for them anymore. It's gonna yeah. break down. And just like any structure that doesn't have solid foundations, it's just gonna crumble. Mm, true. <laughs> and I'm so excited for it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it has to crumble. And I suppose that's also how we, how we define um, prospering. Yeah. We see them from an external point of view. Oh, they, they have a nice car and a yeah. banking system. And these But buildings. they're not
1: rich inside. They don't, yeah. have, they don't have wealth on the inside. They
0: could be very unhappy, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I
1: mean, they wouldn't be doing any of this if they really felt oneness with everything if they mm. if they had love if they loved themselves <laughs> you know, exactly, it wouldn't yeah. be it wouldn't be happening
0: we're such a mess yeah
1: but it's also something that they were born into so it's it's mm. it's a generational thing that's also kind of brainwashed into these people that they don't really know that it's wrong
0: yeah you know true i think what was the biggest obstacle you had to face um within yourself and within your healing journey and in your journey into becoming sort of a leader and influencer and people helping others through their own sort of mess and trauma
1: mm. um, not to take on everyone else's like problems as your problems as much as like it's it's like I had to learn how the hard way about martyrdom and what that the, the damage that that does what's and martyrdom martyrdom is when you put your, your everyone's needs are in front of yours and okay. you don't you give yourself freely it's like Jesus he was the ultimate martyr but That was, Mm. you know, he had his reasons for doing that and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But in this day and age, it's not wise um, from a fifth dimension point of view, Mm. which is where a lot of us, you know, would originate from. We don't need to put... It's not wise to put others' needs before our own. It's wise to fill our own cup so we can be of better service to others. That's probably my biggest thing. And also, like, in, in saying that, being very conscious of how I perceive myself because the only thing we really have is perception so if you're perceiving yourself in a a unsuccessful way or if you feel like you're trying to help someone and they're not you know they're not they're not changing for what you can see Mm. it's not your fault and it's not about putting yourself in a position of like you know i don't know success or failure it's just Mm. like just being easy on yourself, and treating yourself with that love and respect, and yeah, that's been the hardest thing for me to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you're sort of taking too much on from your yeah. clients or people that
1: uh, Mostly with. from like, well, like my, my mother, and like, you know, a lot of, I was like a parent to her kind of thing, it was that sort yeah. of vibe. Okay. So, um, right, yeah, aging back to probably about three years old, I remember I remember starting to do that from a young wow. age. Yeah, so I think I, I took it on. Um, as my problem, obviously, because I don't really have a choice like at mm. that age. But now I see that it's not, yeah, it's not uh, it's not up to you to blame yourself for, like, you know, if you're helping people and they're mm. not, if you don't see results or whatever. That's true. Yeah,
0: we can only really help those who help themselves. So yeah,
1: mm-hmm. you can only do so much, and like, yeah, it's really important to put yourself first and like have your priorities straight before mm. y- you're no use to anyone if your cup is empty. It's just 100%. how it is.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so true. Now, um, what's a conspiracy theory that you once thought would never be true or just, you know, pushed Mm. away and now you've discovered that it is true?
1: Well, I... Loaded question. Okay, I'm thinking, like, with conspiracies, when I first found out about conspiracies, I was so... I was kind of intrigued, but I was also like, meh. I don't know if I want to believe that, you know? Mm. Um, But I feel like... The biggest one that's coming to my, my mind, I didn't think it was like, I didn't know about it before, but the, like, celebrities, people that are famous, people that are well known, I didn't know that they had to do a lot to get there. Like, I assumed that fame was, you know, hard and stuff. You know, they always say that it's not, you know, they wouldn't choose to be famous and stuff, but I never knew the extent to which, uh, how deep it goes and the sacrifices, literally the sacrifices that they make.
0: To be, to be famous?
1: Yeah, they sacri- like sacrifices, like, I mean, I'm talking family members. I'm talking, like, literal, like,
0: do, do they make rituals. Like, do they make that agreement beforehand? Like, yeah. Or did, did it just happen and it's like, you're on this path, mate, sorry.
1: When you're on the path, like, it depends. Some people are born into it, sold out as a child, like, certain people um like um you know smiley sarah she's sold out um but mm. there are some that get to a certain level of fame and the industries people in charge know that they're rising mm. and then approach them and say hey we have a proposition for you would you like to be rich and famous they're promising you all these things and then you agree but they're like oh but you have to give this this is what you have to pay this is your price that you pay you become owned. and not only that is that once you make that agreement you're stuck in there you it's it's eternity it's yeah they have their ways of getting
0: so yeah. is that what kanye west is trying to break out of now
1: yeah he yeah universal industries like had him in a lock for ages but he's always been like such a free spirit and like yeah he's being made to look really crazy right now but the thing is, is like, so much of what he's saying is true. And, like, it's scary how, like, everyone's... Not everyone, but, like, mainstream is kind of just making him look like... He's, yeah, not... He's just not all there. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he is. He is. But he's just, yeah. It's it's very... Like, there's just so much manipulation that's happening. Mm. But the difference is now is that we can see it now. True. And, yeah, so I really never never thought... Um, I'd never thought this darkness behind you know what you see on tv and what you see like you know just your favorite artists and stuff like people you wouldn't even expect like it's so like it's disheartening but at the same time it makes so much sense and it's so mm. it make it's so true it like it gets
0: pretty intense when you see like the symbology of like certain music videos like you know, with yeah, oh a gosh. little little nice x like yeah. with, with the devil and twerking there it's <laughs> yeah. like what is the meaning behind all this symbolism and, and why yeah. is it like yeah on mainstream television which it's is
1: given it's given yeah it's given some Weird. um dark vibes that's for sure yeah but um you know what's funny is like the the illuminati and like all of that like i call them like the cabal which is what i guess um i'm gonna get a bit woo woo here but like the extraterrestrials that are helping humanity right now from behind the scenes they like associate the cabal or the illuminati with our collective shadow that's what they see it as but um they have their claws in so much like more than we realize like it's it's like a it's like a web like they've created a web
0: the good aliens or the bad bad oh no the
1: the illuminati yeah
0: okay yeah yeah
1: so i'm starting to see that in like everything right now like all any like success or glamour or fame or anything like that um Yeah, it's just it's all happening.
0: Yeah, I think if you look, in, look into history enough as well with enough detail, you'll see that Illuminati is one hundred percent real. Oh yeah. It may not be called that title anymore, but mm-hmm. the concept and the thing is The, the real. secret,
1: yeah, the secret. Um, yeah. Puppeteering. they still the, happening.
0: Brought out of the dark ages and yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. And they've just. Yeah, the thing is with them is that they also believe they're doing the right thing. That's what I that's another point that I would love to share is like you can't hate these people because like they believe that this is what they're doing like this is this is what they're meant to be doing or this is what's going to help them like all these successful famous people are like doing this because they believe that this is you know not they don't know what they're doing they don't really understand it Mm. the energetics of it they don't understand the contracts that go into it they don't understand what they're actually sacrificing
0: yeah they don't the spiritual acumen is quite low yes I understand that but I think the people that are behind the scenes I think to an extent they do know what they're doing oh
1: of course yeah oh yeah Yeah. absolutely like even Lil Nas in one of his uh, one of his interviews was like um, he said he was like the gay agenda or something is like to basically make everyone gay in the world like he said this and he's serious yeah make everyone gay so that the population goes down and then um, they can like have world domination so that's the gay agenda apparently
0: yeah yeah It's it's
1: crazy, but and you can also
0: see quite readily the the feminization of men as well. Yeah, like they're lowering lowering test levels and making men—you can see the feel more quite
1: soft. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: We obviously we need to have that polarity of masculine and feminine, but Mm. and fair enough, toxic masculinity is a is a terrible thing, but it's not toxic masculinity or toxic femininity. It's just toxicity in general. Yeah, just toxic anything. Yeah, not just one or the other. But anyway,
1: it's all the yeah,
0: divide and conquer kind of stuff.
1: Yep, divide and conquer. That's Mm. it. That's it.
0: So when one of these celebrities are being taken through this path, like how can you spot them from the real ones? Or well, are there okay. any real celebrities?
1: Oh rare. It's uh, rare. Mel Gibson. It's is rare. Is he real? I don't know. Not I personally. <laughs> um, there's only a handful that I know that are well known that aren't that haven't sold something or given something. They're to just
0: talented that work their way up and happen to be in a place
1: Yeah. Like yeah, but it's super rare. Like it's rare. Mm. Like for the most part, most of most famous people you know, like uh, into it like they're involved and they know it you know and how do you
0: spot them like
1: How do I spot them through like what I know now is like when they're like really quick rising stars They that's a really strong sign like when their songs and their name just appears everywhere
0: like Doja Cat
1: yes Doja yeah. Cat absolutely so speci- we'll use her as a case study so okay years ago she just had her own kind of music she did her own thing she sat in her shadow quite a bit and would um make music through her shadow and if you look back to the old dojo like she was very um very in touch like quite creative like quite she was just raw like authentic i could feel that mm-hmm. from her in her old music then she blew up through i think it was say so one of her songs and obviously oh no it was like yeah so she when she started um, collaborating with Tiger and other artists that are well known, mm. um, that's when you realize when these random people just start like they just start like appearing in videos and they appear in songs and you're like, who is this person? Like that's that's the, that's done by the industry. They Would do. Bieber
0: that. be an example of that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He was sold out quite young, though. Because so his first song really was like much of a choice.
0: his first song ever was a hit. Yeah. With yeah. with Usher, right? Yeah yeah which is pretty like whoa yeah it was pretty crazy
1: he Mm. was sold out early um unfortunately it's just really sad but um yeah so one thing i noticed about dojo and like all of these celebrities is that there's called a humiliation ritual or Mm. a humiliation um yeah it's, it's a humiliation ritual where basically they have to do something really embarrassing and humiliate themselves in front of the whole world like and you know reach headlines and like, you know, have basically like tarnished their reputation mm. in order to be initiated into this society.
0: What does that look like? like do you have any examples?
1: Um, yeah, so, episodes? let's see. Well, Doja Cat, for example, like she shaved her head and her eyebrows and um, was just doing really weird shit like all the time and like, mm. yeah. Um, Dave
0: Chappelle talks about when they put men in dresses, for example. Yes,
1: that's a really good example.
0: There was many cases where they ask a lot of celebrities to do that. Mm. When they refuse, life gets very difficult for them. It's like, why do you want to When do they that? say
1: no, it, things get really hard, yeah. yeah. It's really sad. It's just sad because it's like they don't... Like, everyone else is doing it so they don't it's you know it's really hard to stand on your own when everyone you know is is involved in that you know but the thing is is like especially the people that are really high ranked like Beyonce and um, Rihanna and stuff they only allow them to date each other like they are only allowed to be friends and hang out with people that are also in this world because if they were to if real people were to come and experience this it would just be incredibly like they would be like what is this like, this is weird this isn't right so they make everyone hang out with each other, so that they can keep that indoctrination in intact.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who went to America. Um, when she went to America, I don't know how this happened, but she happened to be with a few of her friends, and they were invited to this party. Mm, they come to this the party, and they went to the party anyway. It was in, it was in um, Los Angeles, so they got up to the party, and they realized they were at Tiger's house, and they were at the rapper mm. Tiger. And they took us to the front He's door. He's
1: notorious for it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And everyone, everyone has to put their mobile phones in a bag yeah. uh, at the front door, and you get them when you leave. You yeah. Can't, you can't have your phone in.
1: Do and they do the pricking of the blood? They do that too. I don't... Yeah, they make you sign a non-disclosure agreement, and they prick your blood for the most part. Okay.
0: Yeah. They, they definitely took their phones. Mm. There was a paperwork they had to sign, so they couldn't take any paperwork, photos or talk yeah. about it, but she didn't mention anything. Yeah, blood. so
1: what happens in those parties is really... It's top secret, but, like, it's rituals. It's rituals. Mm-hmm. Like you know ritual abuse like literally like it's it looks like bdsm but it's not it's Mm. like actual ritual abuse and um people go get lured in without knowing what's happening and then people then there'll be people that are going around taking photos taking videos of all these Mm. things that are happening especially when they're on drugs and being drugged and stuff you don't know what goes on in there but i know that yeah they'll drug them they'll do shit to them and like then it will just be like they'll take videos and have proof and then they'll have to use that against them and so that they'll mm. have to agree and you know it's just it's really just like yeah
0: yeah so the humiliation rituals we see um whether it's like shaving your eyebrows shaving your head wearing a dress or anything like that um would just be the surface that's of what the we're surface
1: there's more than that there's way more behind there's the levels scenes, like so and things like that. you can have fame for a certain amount of time but then you have to do more Yep. To get to the next phase, or like if you mm. refuse to do it anymore, then they kill you off. It happens a lot. Wow. A lot of the, um, a lot of celebrities have died. Like they were worth more dead than they were alive, and that's because the music industry will, all the labels, the record labels will, take out life insurance on their person, mm. and then kill them, and then make themselves the beneficiary. So they're making lots and lots and lots of money. Yeah, that makes sense. They make money either way, but you know.
0: There's also an insurance that had the same thing with airlines. They call it dead peasant insurance. Mm. So um, if a pilot was the...
1: Did you say dead peasant?
0: Dead peasant insurance. Oh, That, my God. that was the original term of the insurance. Okay, yeah. Dead peasant insurance where they took um, insurance out on their pilots. Yeah, right. So to speak. So if the pilot was to crash the plane or whatever, the airline would get paid out a huge amount of money, but their families wouldn't get any money. Yeah. Yeah, and they p- put themselves as
1: beneficiaries, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's kind of sickening at the way like... It is. ...an insurance should be for the families, but... Yeah. You know. But
1: these, these, yeah, these corporations, they know what they're doing. Mm, yeah.
0: That's super intense
1: yeah it is yeah but but there is a light at the end of the tunnel Mm. all of this needs to be exposed before anything can change like this isn't i would like to know everyone to know that it's not about being afraid of this it's not about like judging these people it's not even about like trying to you don't even need to try to change it it's already going to change it's already happening but in order for um change to happen illumination has to happen Mm. and then that's when change can start. So everyone's yeah. going to probably find out about this before um, anything actually really changes.
0: Mm. So why do you think um, these secret societies do all this for? Like, what is their... I mean, at the end of the day, like, wouldn't this work out one day I'm like, I want world domination. Fair enough, they've got it. Yeah. But why do they want to keeps bringing the message and humiliating people um, and what, what's, okay what's, so what are they feeding
1: the the polarity so there's a thing about polarity on this earth so you have the choice to be either positively or negatively oriented service to self or service to others mm. these entities much not they're not human they're beyond that way beyond but
0: you're talking demons or a- i'm talking about
1: or? i'm talking about like they're like aliens but they are like kind of like negative aliens i guess but like the whole thing, all that's happening is that they are negatively polarising, which is giving them more power towards the negative path. So this is just like a playing field for them to get as many people as they can to brainwash and get as many bitters as they can, to get as many people under them doing their work for them, which is actually going up like a pyramid up to the sole entity that is negative, or you might call it like Lucifer or whatever. Whatever that entity is, we don't know the name
0: getting very similar to the christian story of like yeah but it's not that far off us, you know it's
1: not that far off so the like the deception is really and like the manipulation and, and the oppression and taking power from others that's that's a it's the, that energy's been around for since the beginning of time like negative energy but if you think of it from a um like a entity point of view mm. like whoever's at the top or whoever's near the top or whatever they're getting fed from all the lower ones. So. Like, the whole world domination thing is because they just want more power. They want more from others. They want to take from the world. They want to take from the people. Mm. So That's it just helps them polarise negatively.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of the times, like, you have seen like, um, how our cities look like microchips and similar mm. technology and, and our city complexes, and it like looks like it's harnessing some form of energy yeah. where you can tell that energy is being directed up to somewhere or something. Yeah. And there was um, also rumours of... AI being an off-world intelligence. Yeah. It's not just local to it's our not planet. not from here, no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And it is expanding its reach through yeah. these places, which is controlled by, whether it's they're their own and they've overpowered their own planets, but there's mm. also dark aliens as well, which are somehow working with yeah. it.
1: So there's only about three species of dark aliens that are on this planet or around this planet or are involved in mm. Earth, but the rest, there's probably about 11, yeah, about 11 positive um, species that are here actively helping Actively mm. assisting in the um, evolution of humanity and the the ascension that we're going through right now. Wow! The Great Awakening.
0: Yeah. Eleven. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: it's a lot. We've got we we've already like we're out we outpower them. Yeah. But they're just really really persistent. That's all.
0: I, I've seen a, I've seen a chart actually. I think it was a CIA chart with all sixty three different alien types and their faces on there, and they said that they've had this documentary. I don't know how real that is, but they've had communication with 63 different entities okay. that they like, actually work with them with their photos and I'm like cool really interesting but I, lo- I lost the photo I don't know where it is Ah, uh, yeah. It's on my phone but I wanted to show you it yeah um, you show me later yeah yeah but and they're the positive ones the negative ones I'm not too sure of but
1: yeah it's just like it's just a typical shit you hear like reptilians and whatever but <coughs> it's not really about that like I said like if you look at it from an energetic point of view it's just polarities like it's just this negative that's perpetuating themselves and then the positive that's perpetuating themselves but the negatives are the ones that really perpetuate, like, they want everyone to see it so everyone thinks that we're going down or something. Mm. You know, like, so many of the world, so many, like, just average kind of people think that, that the world is going to shit, but it's not like that's actually not true but that's just what the negative side would have you believe
0: that's true and yeah. they're just
1: way more in your face about it but the positive side is quiet it's like gentle it's mm. helpful but subtle. it's empowering yeah it's subtle and it's yeah. it's beautiful because it's there we're like incarnating here as like little, little literal star, like star seeds, like to come mm. and raise the vibration of the planet. Like the negative, va- like the negatives can't do that. They can't mm. re- like grow up into a human and help humanity. They That's can't true. do that.
0: Well, yeah. a lot of, I heard that um, every day that the sun rises and the world is not destroyed, positive has won the last 24 hours of the yeah. war, right? Yeah. Um, and negativity, the negative entities, so to speak, are an illusion of free will. They don't really. Yeah. They don't yeah. exist after a certain point. Yeah. And they, they obviously know that, so they're playing, playing with limited time, and yeah. eventually, they know that yeah, the sustenance that feeds them, which is obviously God's grand mind, will be withdrawn mm. after a certain amount of time of service to self.
1: Once we stop feeding them, yeah, because there's us. no other
0: energy that's yeah. that's um, yeah. feeding them. It's yeah.
1: cool. It's mm. great. It's great. It means there's hope. It means, well, it's not even hope. Like we've already won mm. in the higher realms. it's because obviously we're in the 3D or 4D or whatever. Um, you know it takes a while for those changes to happen but upstairs it's already happened so mm. it's only a matter of time and it's the adjustments are going to be very uncomfortable for some people people that are aware but for the, for the majority of humanity they're just going to be going with whatever happens and you know mm. there's only some of us that are going to be experiencing these changes and be conscious of it so we're one thing i like to i've heard from et's that it's channeled um is that we are like positively polarizing yes and the kind of I forgot where I was going with that but the oh yeah there's about 75 million mm. humans that are manifesting for the whole so it's not Same everyone yep. it's only 75 million or so about that so
0: the critical mass you can get to make, a, make an effect it's critical mass exactly, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. exactly right exactly hmm. right
1: yeah which is good
0: <laughs> yeah it's a tough one though because people who are on the path and who can see the light can be like oh we're winning the war so well and good but for those who've been victims of abuse and trauma and are Mm. still in it it very much is like hell so to speak you know yeah
1: hell on earth yeah and it's
0: just like it's very hard to rationalize like how is this justified and how do people not you know like we talk about living by the sword and dying by the sword Mm. how do you technically fight this in a way that's not destructive love yeah (laughs)
1: love's the only way love and oneness like it sounds typical but the only way to depolarize anything that's not love is with love like, mm. it's like, and that looks like compassion, that looks like kindness and understanding and, mm. or understanding and like having, like trying to rather than make an enemy out of these things, like trying to rather than making an enemy, I know it's hard to not make an enemy out of your abuser or something, but mm. to understand that that didn't happen to you like to hurt, like it didn't, maybe it did, but it didn't. The thing is, I'm trying to rationalize it, okay. So, it's a tough one. <laughs> it is a tough one, it is a tough one. But love is what will meld everything together. And Mm. that means just treating ourselves with more love, treating each other with more love. True. Um, I know it's hard, but having compassion for those who don't understand what they're doing,
0: Mm. like,
1: that's really hard, but that's the most divine thing you can do is to try to, or even just attempt to, like, I'm really good at being empathetic so I can feel what it's like to, you know, to be other people and to not know, but... It, it really is, like, it's just darkness for them. They don't know. They don't, they don't have oneness with, with the source. They don't yeah. understand that. And it's sad because, like, it's just they're just separate. And so, I don't know. That's true. Love well, and, yeah, unity.
0: I, I, I found myself personally working in mental health and working with people with, you know, different disorders and things of that mm. nature. I Maybe mean, so much more compassionate to people who are abusers and who do the wrong thing and who right? criminally insane, yeah. so to speak, only because they will they lack the understanding of obviously the line and the, and, right, and the right path of thought, whether they've been traumatized as well or whether they've been possessed or something like that. But
1: yep. Yep. either
0: way, it's still like hard to justify what they've done and, and the, the damage yeah. it does. But it's easy to empathize and be compassionate for them. But at the same time, try to find a, a just system or means of working with them. I know yeah. that prisons really don't work because yeah. you're getting all the negative energy and putting it in one spot. It's amplifying the negative energy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Instead you need to have them disperse. We need to reform the, the whole sort of place. Yep. And um, you anyway, know, in, in days gone past, it was more so public executions and yes. murder and war. Yes,
1: like huge shame, no like shame rituals, it. basically.
0: Exactly, yeah. But then you're getting a soul who's already lost and damaged I'm um, freeing him from his body with a shock. And where does that soul go from that point on? Yeah, it gets it still stuck. Plays the, it still plays the same game yeah. on the earth, you know? So it
1: does. It's so true. Creating a lot of mess. It does. Mm. And I really feel like, yeah, I feel like oneness would like returning back to the way we used to be, like the, the tribal days, like where we can, I think that's where we're headed, like tribes and like groups that, you know, we're going to be supporting each other and like just having that like community again that connection that we've lost that we seem to have lost with each other Mm. even just like walking down the street like I try and make eye contact and smile with people but they're just not they're not there like they're not they don't care about connection you know and I really think that that's what's going to connection to each other and like having rather than like punishing you know because punishment doesn't really work like positive reinforcement is the way to go in Mm. everything because that's the best way like you can it's always even if you are giving criticism it's for the greater good you know it's not it's not to punish or condemn or to shame or to oppress those or to treat them or take their rights away and Mm -hmm. treat them like they're not a human but looking at them like an innocent child who didn't know what they were doing wrong like I know that that's hard for people that have been abused but yeah um, this is
0: rehabilitation I've been
1: able to I've been able to work through what I've what's happened to me and you know all of my abuses and that I'm, I'm able to see now like after a lot of healing but mm. i'm able to now understand that they didn't do that because i deserved it they didn't do that to me they were really doing it to themselves like they were that's the world that they live in that they think that that's okay and they don't know any better and i know that that's hard but it's a very it's a, it's a freeing thing yeah. in a way i think it is i it believe is. it is well,
0: well i once i was a friend of this woman um well, I went to the name, but she told me this is this is my introduction to like trauma on this sort of yeah uh, at this level anyway. She told me that she was when she was about twelve years old, she was abused by one of her stepdad's friends, beaten, sexually abused, and then like thrown oh, into this sh- little fireplace that was inactive. At twelve years old, and her mum was just too insane and too not with it to even recognise what happened, and she just grew up with that as a secret. Mm. And still to this day, nobody knows besides me and a few other people not even her own dad and she can't even tell her dad about this mm. and then when she was 16 her sister took her out to a party drugged her so her friend could abuse her oh when she was 16 she just thought she went through that so she used to smoke so much weed in this wag school and she would just have so much pain inside of her she just wanted to die because she just didn't know what to do with all that mm. abuse mm. so she would smoke weed sit under this tree and she, she said to me she was like when I was sitting under that tree she's like at least once a day I would speak to God and I'd hear his voice in my head oh. So she's like, that took me three years just to be able to, to interact normally in society—not healed, but the three years of just sitting under a tree smoking weed—until um, God told her that everything that happens to you in this life, you can use it for weakness or for strength. Yeah. And the fact that you're still alive and still breathing, you can. Get through that, and she's she's always taking that on. Now she's just mm. like whatever happens to her, she puts it in her strength department, yeah. not in the weakness department. Which is which is true because it's like,
1: good because nothing can yeah. ever be taken away from you. That's yeah. the real strong misconception is that anyone that abuses you, they can't take anything away from your essence mm. of who you are. There's sure. nothing you can't be tainted or damaged. What you mm. are is beyond your body, it's beyond yeah. your experiences, it's beyond your programs and your beliefs. 100%. What we have within us is that's what we're connecting to again. Mm. That's what that's that infinite strength, infinite abundance, infinite, like, everything of the good stuff, you know, all of the yeah. good stuff that like, can't be taken away.
0: And you can say the body doesn't belong to you anyway. No. You're dissociated really from, to, to, from a certain yeah. extent. But she even mentioned that she was, like, doing, she was cutting herself quite a lot mm, at those times. Totally you
1: know, dissociated. I when
0: I first saw the cuts on her hand, I had of judge her a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, mm. emo. But that's, just, that's where I come from. Yeah. My mind is judgmental automatically. Course, it took a lot yeah. of work to turn it off. And yeah. I still have guilty for even thinking that. But yeah. she explained it to me. And she's just like, well, when there's so much emotional pain inside of your mind, you can't escape it, you need a distraction. And she's like, I, when I cut myself, the pain and the blood and the intensity of that cut, I actually feel no emotional pain anymore. Mm. So I feel physical pain, mm. I feel no emotional pain, and mm. I'm free. Mm. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. I'm like, wow, you really realize that yeah. the seriousness of yeah. what they, people go through in their, in their minds.
1: Hell and is in the mind. Hell yeah. is in the mind. When you're and free from that, your, your mind, mind yeah. you're, fri- you're free. Mm. Free from suffering.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: that belief, that false belief that that person took something from me or I'm lacking now because Mm. of that. You know, it's not the case. And it's the most common belief that we all struggle with. It's held in the root chakra of I lack now. I lack because I don't have this or I wasn't given that or, you know, my needs weren't met. And, you know, it's this belief that that could ever be, that we could ever be tainted by that experience. Mm. But when you grow up and you have, you know, failures and stuff like you use them into strengths or like successful people turn their failures into lessons and strengths mm. but at the young age you don't know how to do that so later on all of those things that hurt you you've got to go back to when you're an adult mm. you've got to revisit that with quantum healing or with me- like hypnosis meditation whatever go back there and bring your adult rationalization, bring in your, your knowledge, your experience and your wisdom back into this past memory so that you can transmute it into strength because yes, back then it really hurt you, but now you're a different person. Now mm. you can actually, you can integrate that into strength.
0: It's never say, too late. Yeah. You can,
1: it's never too late to have a good childhood.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, for some. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. But um, when it comes to satanic worship, and the Illuminati is that a real thing or just an exaggeration Mm. and um what is it they're exactly doing and and obviously why
1: well like I said before about the like the polarization um all that really is is like you know it's just the the shadow side it's like you know dark magic it's Mm. polarizing and you know I think they think it's fun like it's it's spiritual but it's it's really self-serving energy it's not really it is real yes and a lot of people practice it like most like a lot of you know world leaders even they'll go into a I don't know as like a sacrifice or something some sort of ritual and they'll come out having made decisions for the world so yeah, there's up. a lot of stuff that goes. Yeah, no, it goes. It's all. It's yeah. It's very crazy. Well, even I
0: remember, like, was it the Olympics or the G7 summit? One of the two mm. had an opening ceremony, and it was like the symbol of death, like yeah. the black hoods with these skeletons roaming around, and, and they were roaming around um, children's hospitals yes. with the kids in the hospital, and like that was like the Olympics opening ceremony. Yeah, and people are sitting there. That watching flame, like, that's
1: Lucifer's and, flame,
0: as and well. they're cheering. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you guys are just. What are you witnessing here? You're witnessing kids being chased around by demons. Mm. And then you're applauding it. Yeah. And no one asks any questions. Like, who yeah. was the art director of that? Uh, it's hard for me not to get resentful and bitter yeah. around sh- human beings who are that fucking stupid. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, what the fuck more do you need? Like, it's right in front of your face. Yeah. Like, this whole That's symbolic whole display thing. of, like, children's hospitals. is just oh, sickening, hey? I know.
1: It is. It absolutely is.
0: Um, what are some practices you have that are really essential to um, overcoming trauma and also limiting belief systems and patterns of thought? Hmm...
1: Um, well, befriending your shadow is one thing. Yeah. Really helpful. Learning to, like, rather than looking at yourself like you need to be fixed or changed, um, the only way to depolarize, to integrate, like, your traumas is to notice, to know that it's not, there's nothing wrong with you, these things happen for a reason, and they're going to eventually, um, contribute to your success in life. Mm. That's how I see it, and I believe that everything happens for a reason, and you know, these things are going to turn into strengths. And I also believe that by looking into limiting beliefs, one thing that I think is really helpful, and I hope for anyone that listens, that when you're looking into your shadow, look, looking into what am I most afraid of or what am I most um, ashamed of? So those two questions, what am I most afraid of, what am I most ashamed of? And then when you find your answer, then you say, or oh, well, what does that make, what do I make this mean about me? Or like, what does this mean about me? So you're really, you just keep asking questions like, what does this mean? Or what do I make this mean? Mm. Um, in terms of when you're exploring your shadow and that will, you just keep asking until you feel like you've gotten to the bottom of it. And then you find, and then once you've got that information of what's what's the root cause of this, finding the root cause is very important because then you get to um, find like, then you ask that that you know your shadow self what can i do to to make you feel worthy or you know important or enough you know what can i do and then it will give you literally like I, it happens all the time like you'll just ask that question you'll get a list of things or even just one or two things mm. that your shadow self needs from you and then you just act on those and that's really helpful
0: Wow, yeah. interesting. How does it just, just give you everything you need?
1: Yeah, yeah. You giving yourself what you need. Just remember that the only person that can fulfill, fulfill your needs is you. Mm. The only you can't rely on anyone else because you will be you will become reliant on them. It's mm. so much more empowering if we all take care of our own needs and allow everyone else to take care of their own needs yeah. and just focus on how we can be better for ourselves and for others. Mm. Um, and if we all did that then there would be you know it would be a, a really it would be really great okay <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i think i was going to ask you as well um in regards to the shadow and befriending the shadow mm. is it a matter of what you just said there was asking those inquiring questions or yeah being other
1: like non-judgmental there? and being like mm. loving thinking of it like a, an essential part of you that was never not going to be there i think mm. a lot of the error in the way that we perceive our shadow is that it's not supposed to be there that it's dark or there's evil that it's you know anti-growth and stuff like but it's there within all of us we all have Mm. shadow we all have that and even if you were like a divine even if you were Jesus reincarnated you would still have some form of shadow like it's not it's not you can't escape it. it but it's just about realizing that that's a part of you that is worthy of love and the only reason why it's there is because it was like you know you know shamed or you know pushed away or oppressed or whatever so just learning that this part of you the only thing it needs or wants is love the only thing it needs or wants is acceptance Mm. and being able to give that to yourself is just it's beautiful
0: yeah yeah beautiful
1: and you'll notice it you just got to practice man you just got to keep doing it you can't like you can't get bored about it. well you can but <laughs> it's good to just if you do get bored of it just keep doing it because like eventually it'll become natural and every time your shadow pops up it will you'll be able to like be able to accept it and love it instead of creating conflict within yourself.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So what do you think fear is, and why is it so potent in controlling people?
1: Mm. Fear is the um i guess it's like the manifestation of separation and or mm. perceived separation um it's the manifestation of believing that you're alone that you're separate and that you're all like you're all out on your own like there's no one there for you there's nothing there's no support you know it's yeah. basically like believing that you're out here there's you and there's the world and you against the world you know it's basically yeah, just the sense. illusion of like separation yeah so the reason why it's so potent is because people don't believe in their own power and fear separates you from your true self and your true nature Mm. and you can't be free if you're separate from your essence. You can't be free if you don't know who you are because Mm. you don't know your power, you don't know your strengths. You don't know what's real. Like we've been cut off, humanity has been cut off from our our origins, our reality, like the real world for Mm -hmm. so long, you know. We think that the real world is what this is but it's really not. Yeah. And it's, very easy to control people with fear because fear distorts your way of thinking Um, anyone with anxiety would know that it's not true it's such a distortion and it 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 it, it kind of and the mind thrives on fear because the mind is is survival oriented so fear is very it's been set up in our systems for so long that it's a self-perpetuating fear cycle Mm. so we're already born into it you know and yeah that's why and I think as well everyone's well people are quite afraid to stand out and to not go by that and yeah. because we are tribal beings we're tribal animals we don't we don't necessarily um, question so much I guess the more spiritual people do but yeah. we don't really question what we are told until later on but by then all of the fear programs are already there <laughs> yeah
0: that makes sense uh, I spent a lot of my time the PT, I would work with clients in 20-minute blocks mm-hmm. for a company called, um, they did EMS. So I met a lot of people, like hundreds of people over a short qu- period of time, and I would speak to them. And I always used to run these little things about um, vaccines mm-hmm. with them, yep. who got the flu shot, who didn't, and how they reacted to it. Um, but I also found out one of the biggest things was people would, would have this fear of being alone. And when they would talk about being alone, whether it was, they wouldn't say it directly. They would say, oh, out on the oil rig or whatever like that my phone would go dead and it would just be me and my thoughts. And mm. It was terrifying to me and then people would just, I could always see that, that people needed a distraction from themselves. Yes. And it's like, what are they really distracting themselves from? And What are they really avoiding? Mm. Are they living in a state of... I think everybody all the time is questioning society in the way it is, especially due to COVID and the media gets really messed up, but <laughs> we choose to distract ourselves with, whether it's mobile phones or whether it's alcohol or whether it's sex or whether it's whatever else. Mm. Um, what advice would you give to somebody who can see that they're struggling with fear or anxiety Mm. and they're always distracting themselves, but there's a little voice that sort of niggles at them every now and then, what would you advise them to do or what would help them with dealing with fear and distraction?
1: Well, it's a very obvious answer, but meditation is the easiest way to... Separate yourself from your thoughts. To separate yourself from your ego, because mm. as soon as you decide, the only way to um, escape that or to transcend that is to realize and to practice and embody the the reality that you're not those thoughts. You're not those fears. You were, mm. they were put there. They're not yours. Mm. You are carrying them on because you believe that they're you, but they're not you. Those thoughts aren't you and neither are your like your nervous feelings like that's not you true it's it's part of your shadow yeah which is part of you i guess but it's not the real you it's something you learned and yeah the easiest the most the most peaceful way that i've been able to separate um myself from my thoughts is like just counseling myself through um thoughts so if i get a negative thought you know a disempowering thought or something yeah. being able to observe that You know sometimes it will take over but a lot of the time like nowadays i'm learning to listen to it and i don't necessarily have to agree with it anymore Mm. that's something that's really helpful so if you do have anxiety or if you do struggle with fear um really like if you can just if your intention can be i'm going to meditate but i'm not going to do anything with this meditation i'm just going to sit in silence and drop everything like just drop everything that my mind's saying and just sit here in my beingness without you know the thoughts and just mm. sitting in your essence and trying to decipher what what what's you and what's not
0: yeah it'd be awesome. helpful yeah i've been struggling at the moment not yeah he's really, not really not struggling but mm. the thoughts are kind of ahead of like a worst case scenario like i mean the yeah. car driving i'm going through a stop sign I'm like what if i get a t-bone yeah or like i'm on the freeway what if someone hits me or like i'm yeah. what if i stub my toe I'm just like oh my, like, why do i have like why is the worst case scenario just playing out of my mind all the time <laughs> i try to just like ignore it completely or just like send in three positive thoughts i'm like what the hell is like really causing what is that? that
1: yeah you a lot of I mean? that's intrusive thoughts and that's not actually you a lot of the time mm. so there are set up systems self-perpetuating systems that are set up mm. called archons or you know some people call it like you know demonics or whatever but they're like, it's just energies that get sent out pinged out to people, you know, who who are more awake and conscious and stuff. But just humanity in general, it's like programs, like computer systems that are set up to send out these negative messages, these intrusive thoughts really? to humanity and the way to solve that, like that happens, that's just happening because that's part of the negative polarity.
0: But but that's a legitimate thing, like... Yeah, it's, uh, it's
1: called Archon, yeah, Archon um, technology, wow. and it's alien technology as well. It's not from us. Um, but they have alliances with, with humanity that have allowed it to happen. That's so but yeah, it's very interesting. But from a spirit, yeah, from a, from a kind of global point of view, yeah, it's, it's just energy that's being sent out and targeting light, light, light beams. Like, people like us, you know, who are awake and hmm. who are manifesting for the whole, you know they're sending them they're sending them our way so that it lowers our vibration obviously. Yeah. But the way to counteract this, we have a, a tool that has been provided to us. Um, some of you may know it's called the Violet Flame. And Saint have Germain. you heard of it?
0: The is it Violet Saint, Flame. This Saint Germain. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Saint Germain is is one of the like the spirits I guess that has. He's not, he's not the origin of it, but he used it and he yeah. was a, an advocate for it. So the violet flame, so the seven rays, like light turns into seven rays. And then yeah. the violet flame is the transformation ray. It, is, it alchemizes, it transmutes. Um, it's, I think there's like yeah, alchemy, transmutation, transformation, um, purification. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do to invoke this, if you're feeling these thoughts coming in or if you know if you're actually starting to feel really nervous and and scared from these thoughts or if it's starting to bug you Mm. um, in that moment or any moment that you feel this coming up when you become aware um, bringing in the violet flame from head to toe like Mm. imagining that there's like some sort of light river flow coming through you already that's your essence and then this Purple hue or this purple light, this violet light, just coming through you, through your head, especially your head. Mm. You really want to douse your brain in it with your, you know, with your eyes shut, sitting yeah. in meditation. Douse yourself with it. Let it go through everything, and it's quite hot. You, you'll notice like it, it's quite warm. You'll mm. feel warmth like coming through you, wow. and just you know staying connected to the earth as well groundings are really really helpful for fear Mm. um, and letting it flow through you into the earth and not only does that help you but it also helps um the planet to positively polarize because the only way that the inside of gaia the planet the only way she can get light is through us and through the sun but Mm. we we're supposed to help bring in the the light you know so we're kind of like the the blood cells that are like bringing in you know Special nutrients and stuff that like makes that. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So we c- we can bring in the nutrients, like not just for ourselves, but for the whole planet. So. Okay, cool. And for others.
0: Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I got a final question for you. Okay. Um, if you were given the opportunity, let's say, to speak to a billion people, and you knew they was going to make it to a billion people, mm. whether it's some opportunity that opens up through a certain media outlet, would you take the opportunity? And if you did take the opportunity what would you say in like a quick message just one little message that will or one thought you could implant into the, the minds of the collective mm.
1: Mm. explore what you are beyond your mind like yeah that's mm. what I'd say explore beyond the mind stuff if you can separate yourself from your mind and be free of it then you're sweet mm. you can do anything anything literally yeah. anything
0: alright yeah. We into there mm. um thank you very much for coming down no that worries was excellent and obviously this is in after chat was there any topic you wanted to talk about or reach out or any questions that you wish you would be asked
1: like in this session
0: This in general yeah like whether, whether you're the client or whether you're the friend or uh. <laughs> someone you're l- working with i wish they'd ask me that question or
1: mm. well i think maybe what it would take to be a leader i think there are a lot of leaders out there that are In preparation, um, Mm. that are learning the tools we need to learn. Um, But as a like, something that people should know about being a leader, if you do identify as someone who can influence others or lead others, is to not only use your voice to your fullest extent in whatever way you can, um, but also like being aware that leaders must learn how to serve first. Meaning, you have to put yourself in a position where you're able to serve others and be on the side of the people that need the leading you know so you have to be able to be led to be able to lead and you also what's really good is being a leader that has flaws and showing those flaws because no one wants a perfect angel that you know never makes any mistakes to lead them you know Mm. it's very it's very encouraging to have a leader who is you know takes responsibility for their flaws and is also just real a real human you know Mm. we can all relate to that so if you are a leader don't try and be perfect it's it's not going to make anyone feel better about your leadership skills (laughs) you're better off actually just being you and your natural skills your natural abilities to influence others in positive ways will be it will speak for itself your energy will speak for itself yeah Mm.